Hello. Now, I am so looking forward to this episode because actually having seen a few of my members of uh, my online courses use this software tool really successfully to create 3D design models of their own future new homes or renovations, it's actually awesome to have found someone who's not only an avid user also professionally of this tool, but also teaches people how to use it. Now, I'm talking about SketchUp. And I'm about to introduce you to Claire Leroy from The Little Design Corner. So let's dive in. Welcome to Get It Right with the Undercover Architect. This is the podcast all about designing, building or renovating your home. I'm your host, Amelia Lee. Think of me as your secret ally. I am on a mission to help you create a home that makes your life better whoever you're working with and whatever your dreams, your location or your budget. Together we'll uncover the nitty gritty of how to get it right and how to create a home that works, feels great and that you feel great in. So join me now. Now, before we dive into the interview, if you're listening because you want to get it right in your home's interior design, well, let me take a moment to tell you about the online program, Interior Design 101. If you're like most homeowners I know, dreaming, planning and choosing the interior design, finishes and items in your home, it's one of the fantastic and exciting highlights of any renovation or new build project. And yet it can also be a minefield of options, confusion and overwhelm. Would you like to simplify those choices and have total clarity and confidence that your interior design will help you create your beautiful, functional, feel-good home? Well, that's exactly why Interior Design 101 was created. Interior Design 101 is a self-study DIY program. It contains the full version of all the interviews that are included in the podcast season. I couldn't put all of the questions into the podcast, so we've got the full interviews in both audio and video format, plus extra content that's been specifically created for Interior Design 101. There's full transcripts of all of our interviews. There's also extra checklists, guides, design layouts, and so much good stuff to support you in the interior design of your renovation new home or smaller project. This program has been designed to help you gain clarity and confidence in all those selections and decisions that you need to make for the finishes, fixtures, colors, materials and items that you'll be living with every day. So if you'd like to learn more about Interior Design 101, then head to www.interiordesign101.com.au and that's the numbers, the numerals 101. So Interior Design 101.com.au and I'll pop that link in the show notes as well. Now let's kick off our episode. Claire Leroy is an interior designer, an educator and a mum of three boys. Claire has a PhD in business but she left the corporate world about six years ago to pursue her dreams of starting her own interior design business. It's called The Little Design Corner and Claire's based in Sydney. Now, Claire's projects have been featured in many of Australia's top interior publications, and she's received a number of awards for her designs as well. As Claire developed her business of helping clients one-on-one with their home renovation projects, she started to get more and more questions about how she was running her business and creating her designs. And so she started creating online courses and workshops that would help more people than she could via her one-to-one services, and also allow her to support other designers and decorators to start, grow, and scale their own interior design or decoration decoration businesses. And one of those courses that she has is a SketchUp beginners course. 
SketchUp is a great piece of software that's available both as a free and paid version, and it actually enables you to draw your design in three dimensions, generate views and walkthroughs so that you can experience it inside the computer before committing to it for your real life expense and spend. And you can also generate drawings from it. And you'll hear as I chat to Claire just how detailed and uh, how much it can help you really see in real life what your future home might look like. Now, Claire created this course because she wished it had been around for her when she had first started her business. She said it would have saved her hundreds of hours of searching YouTube videos and making loads of mistakes rather than actually doing the fun stuff of creating awesome designs. Now, this SketchUp course has been made to help a range of users from the homeowner, the renovator, the designer, decorator or design enthusiast, right through to professionals as well. And it's really about you learning SketchUp quickly and correctly so that you can get up and running with it as fast as possible. As I said in the intro, I've actually had members inside of some of my online courses learn how to use SketchUp and then use it to create and test their home designs. And whether you're building or renovating, it provides a huge opportunity to view and walk through your design in three dimensions and really play with it enable you to change and update your design modelings really simply and efficiently so that you can be exploring alternatives and testing ideas. Now, when I saw that Claire had this course, I knew that the UA community would love to hear more about it and about SketchUp as well. Claire's actually an approved training partner for SketchUp and, you know, she can share a huge amount of insight and expertise as to how simple this tool is to learn and how powerful it is for your design and project. Many design professionals use SketchUp for their client work and designs and to present drawings and 3D models as well. I've used it in my career. We would do early modeling and design concepts in it before taking things into other tools like Revit or Archicad. However, it is possible to do it all inside SketchUp, whether you're a design professional, a student, a homeowner planning your reno or your new home. SketchUp is really an accessible tool that you can learn how to use and use really effectively. So, Head over to undercoverarchitect.com forward slash SketchUp. I've got some more information there about this fantastic software and how it can help you with modeling your home, as well as a special offer for the UA community if you do want to learn how to use it yourself. And I'll tell you a bit more about that at the end of the episode. But first, let's get into my chat with Claire and you can hear how just how brilliant SketchUp can be for your new home or renovation design planning. Well, Claire, it's fantastic to have you here. I'm really excited to be talking to you about SketchUp because I know that inside the profession, it's a tool that gets used a lot. But what I love seeing is homeowners learn how to use it as well and know that you have an online course that homeowners can learn how to use SketchUp and it become a really powerful tool in their design kind of arsenal, I suppose, of figuring out their their new homes and their renovation projects. I think it's really going to be fantastic to hear more about you and how uh, SketchUp can help people and also about your course. So can you just tell us a little about what SketchUp is and and how it actually works? Sure. So thank you for having me. It's so great to be here on your podcast. Um, So SketchUp, it is a really, really versatile piece of software, online piece of software that has like a free component and a paid component, which we'll talk a little bit about later on. But basically the idea of SketchUp is that you can almost model anything that you want in 3D inside SketchUp. So in our sort of industry, in the interior design industry, in the architecture industry, we use it so much for designing houses. And so in SketchUp, you can use, um, you can basically do anything that you want all the way down to renderings and trying out different wallpapers and um, styling. And you can go down a complete um, 
tunnel to model up as much as you want or as little as you want of your house in 3D. So it's a really, really fantastic piece of software. That's incredible, isn't it, to be able to sort of build it with that level of realism before you go commit to constructing it. So now what is the difference between the free and the paid version and is the free going to be sufficient for somebody who does just want to sort of tinker and not necessarily commit to the paid version? Yeah, so the two things are similar. The interface on the free version is actually a little different to the interface on the paid version. But I always say to people, so there's the distinction really is, are you doing this for um, like homeowner, builder purposes or are you doing this for your profession? If you're using it for a professional capacity, you'll want to skip straight over to the paid version of SketchUp. If you're using it as a homeowner, I definitely think that starting with the free version is a really good place to start. You can play around in there. You can see if it's something that works well for you um, and your sort of situation. The issue, though, is that you don't get as much um, customization options in the free version as you would in the paid version. So people I find students in my course who do start on the free version, they do like to move fairly fast through to the paid version um, once they start to get addicted actually to SketchUp because it's quite fun to (laughs) play around in there. Um, So, yeah, I do find that most people who start on the free version get a little bit frustrated by the lack of customization in the free version and then want to move over to that paid version, yeah. Gotcha. And what are the main advantages that you're seeing for homeowners? I suppose particularly you would have experience of seeing homeowners who are doing your course. How are you seeing them you know, sort of navigating the process of learning SketchUp and then using it in their projects and the benefits that they're they're getting from that? So I think the biggest thing and the biggest benefit, especially for homeowners, is that you can play around in SketchUp and make all the mistakes you like in SketchUp before you start committing hundreds of thousands of dollars to your renovation. And I think the other thing that homeowners generally not always lack is that ability to be able to visualize how their home's going to look in 3d some people have that knack but a lot of people who I've worked and who I've worked is you know with clients in an interior design capacity I find really do lack that um yeah that ability to be able to like picture what we're talking about as designers or architects um, and that's what SketchUp's really, really useful for. So you can like create 3D walkthroughs of your entire home. So you can basically see how like you can walk through the bedroom and um, put and literally put a queen size versus a king size bed and see if you're going to bump into it or whether you're, you know, you can do all of those sorts of things inside SketchUp, which is super, super helpful. Um, the other thing that people really like, they love to be able to test out their floor plan ideas. So lots of people have, um, you know, let's use an example of like say you have just bought your new house and you've got say a PDF or a JPEG that you might have, um, you know, like on the real estate websites, they've got those sort of not very helpful floor plans, but at least it's a bit of a guide, right? Um you can draw, you can import that floor plan into SketchUp and you can draw over the top of that and actually play around with different floor plan options for your renovation before you actually even um, ever start to move any real walls or anything like that. So that's super helpful and people really like that. You can um, look at finishes. So there's lots of different, um, like you can try out um, tiling, different tiling options in your bathroom, different wallpapering finishes on your walls, the different, uh, like, polished renders like really popular in the interior design space at the moment so you can try out these different paint colors all different things and with the paid version which is this is a bit like what I was talking about with the customization stuff before 
with the paid version of the software, you can actually import literally if you had your own tile from the tile shop um, or get a sample of a picture of the tiles, you can actually import that exact tile into SketchUp and see how that's going to look in your bathroom or whatever. So it's really fantastic, especially for those people who just find it hard to visualise how it's all going to come together. And you'd really be, you think, yeah, how how good's that going to actually look? But you'd be surprised at when I've got my side-by-side of like the SketchUp model versus the finished project, they actually really do look almost the same. It's really fantastic. That's another thing. And then I guess the other thing for homeowners that they really like is just that ability to be able to um, play around with furniture ideas. Like so you, again, you can, um, and we'll talk a little bit about how you do this in a little bit further down, but we, um, you can import furniture pieces and you can change the size of that. So say you're looking at a couch from Freedom Furniture or Lounge, wherever, you can actually import that exact looking couch. You can change the dimensions to the exact dimensions. You can place it in your exact room in your house and play around with are you going to bump into the dining table or the lounge or whatever. So it's super, it's actually really fun. It's sort of like playing virtual house, playing in SketchUp. And I do find that people, which actually it's really funny because I've had students in the course who get so engrossed in learning and playing around with SketchUp that they'll be like, I'm loving your course, Claire, but I've been going to bed at like three o'clock in the morning and I'm not getting any sleep at all. Um, so, you know, and I'm like, sorry, but, you know, they're having so much fun. It's like really like playing virtual house. So if you're into design, which like I know your audience loves design and thinking about the design, it's like really, really fun. So. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen how powerful it is. You know, I've had members who've taught themselves how to use it. And just to be able to, they've then posted in the group and said, oh, this is, you know, this is my floor plan. And this is, you know, I had a bit of a play with SketchUp and I can see, and you can see immediately everybody's reaction is, oh, wow, like that's, that's so incredible that you get to, because it is so realistic. And even though it's called SketchUp and, you know, the 3D presentations, they do have a kind of a sketchy kind of quality to them. They're lovely in the way that they present. There is such a level of realism to how things are presented. Yeah. So, and to be able to yeah use your tiles and see the tiles and kind of I know how some homeowners get so caught up in really like dive down into the detail and want to know you know are they doing uh you know a stretcher bond or a stack bond or is it a third offset or a half offset and to be able to play with that in a digital sense rather than completely boring your tiler senseless and delaying and stressing everybody out whilst you stand on site and then run to a Facebook group to question and what does people think and all (laughs) it's just doing that on the drawing board phase is just so much better so yeah yeah now and that's actually more simple than you think to do that as well which is really handy it's really a simple thing of changing out a texture inside a thing so that sounds like oh how hard does that sound but it's not it's quite simple once you get used to doing that sort of thing oh brilliant which leads on to my next question of you know I can hear people going I'm not that techie it's not something that I normally do you know how hard is this actually to use am I going to have to study for weeks and weeks on end to even have a crack at at turning my floor plan into something or is it something that I kind of learn as and improve as I go? How are you seeing people in terms of figuring out and how hard it is to actually learn and use? So, like, I'm not going to lie, there is a learning curve that comes with SketchUp, like there is with anything that you're going to learn. But I actually find that once people start to understand um, how SketchUp works, it does become more and more intuitive the more that you use it. 
One of the things that I find, because lots of people do try and piece together how to learn SketchUp by just watching YouTube videos and all of that sort of stuff, and that's the actual reason, and that's actually how I first started learning SketchUp as well. Um, and when I was first learning as an interior designer um, myself, I, was, I pieced it all together in that way. But the thing is that when you do learn like that, you skip the steps that actually would make your modelling a whole lot easier. So we look at things like how to group your modelling and make sure that you're putting things on the right layers, which is sort of like technical terms inside SketchUp. But basically that just means that, like, we want to put our floor on a layer so that if we wanted to turn our floor on and off and play around with the walls on their own, we do that. The thing that beginners forget to do are these sorts of things because they don't know really about those sorts of steps. Um, but I think the biggest learning curve really in SketchUp is actually just the it, – it's not immediately intuitive how to play around in that 3D form. So I think once people learn about the tool that's called the push-pull tool in SketchUp, which is the tool that takes us from the 2D environment to the 3D environment, and once they get the hang of how to use that, their learning curve like exponentially grows. So I think, um, yeah, I've had people – so I had a very lovely lady – in the course who was um, an older lady she hadn't studied for years and years and years and she kept saying to me I'm very tech challenged she was using her son's laptop to learn on the course I'm literally not kidding that she almost could barely double click on a mouse when she first started with the course um, just she had very limited tech skills let's put it that way with persistence over the course this lady she ended up completely designing her house, which is what she wanted to do. They just bought like that empty, empty nesters. They just bought this new place and she was like wanting to do something with her retirement. And by the end of the course, she modeled this full house. She was so proud of it. I was so proud of her, but she was so proud of herself. So the tech challenge, yes, it's a bit techie in the beginning, but you definitely, it's definitely not beyond most people. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the thing. I think, you know, for design professionals who might be used to using other 3D um, CAD tools of sorts, there's a kind of a common terminology to things like layers and specific tools where you understand sort of the foundational components of them because they all work from sort of similar similar kind of concepts and ideas. And I think as a homeowner coming into that environment, it may seem a little bit foreign at first, but once you do start to understand those foundational aspects of how the tool works and how to best, I suppose, structure things inside the tool so that it makes life easier for you in the long run. So you're not, you know, stuffing things up and you can turn things on, on and off at particular times. So you can focus on fixing one area to then come back and, you know, rather than accidentally picking up something and turning it 90 degrees and stuffing everything up, <laughs> then, uh, then I think that that, you know, I've seen for people once that, that clicks, then it just snowballs, as you said. And I mean, that's a beautiful story. How awesome is it that that woman so nice. went, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going <laughs> to tackle this. And uh, yeah, kudos to her. That's just sensational. Totally. So, yeah. totally. It was great. <laughs> yeah. Love having students like her in my course. It's amazing. <laughs> and what I love too, is that SketchUp is actually one of those you know, I'd never recommend that a homeowner go and try, try and tackle how to use AutoCAD or Revit or, you know, one of the design industry tools that are specific for design industry, whereas SketchUp is something that is um, particularly, you know, with doing a course like yours and the tool itself is actually really accessible and something that you don't need like a, I mean, you, if you're going to run Revit, you need specific software, like computer hardware in order to be able to do the 3D generation quickly and those kinds of things, whereas SketchUp can operate on you know, computers very easily. Have you have you seen, I suppose, a resistance 
for homeowners or a set of nerves that they go, oh, isn't this just something that design professionals use? Or how have you sort of seen homeowners think about SketchUp in that regard? So this is a funny one because when people come into the course, I survey them at the beginning of the course. Um, Basically, the reason for that is because I just want to tailor the experience to make sure that it works really nicely for everyone who's in there. But because of that, I actually know a bit about the background that people have in their SketchUp experience and also where people are coming from. Are they home renovators? Are they designers? Are they just enthusiasts? What are they coming for? And the funniest thing, I was expecting most of the people actually to be designers who are coming to learn how to use SketchUp. And I literally have 50-50 homeowners versus designers learning SketchUp inside the course. The biggest thing that they get worried about is that they're not going to understand enough about the design profession to be able to do this. So they're like, I'm going to create my home, but how am I going to know like what a kitchen is meant to be, you know, layout is meant to be or what distance things are meant to be apart and stuff. The good thing about um, like the, the thing that people enjoy about studying SketchUp in the environment of actually I'm learning this for interior design rather than just doing a general SketchUp basics course is that as I go along, I teach people a lot about the interior design industry as I'm going. Um, so we've got a lot of handy checklists and stuff inside the course just in terms of like what height should my bench top in the kitchen ideally be? What distance should I have my back? elevation you know cabinetry off my back cabinetry in my kitchen away from my kitchen island what height should I hang my vanity in my bathroom how far from the wall should my toilet be now lots of these things some of these things are dictated by building codes and stuff like that but for the things that are really just general things that people just don't know and would like some advice and we cover a lot of that stuff as we're going along so as you're modeling you know I go through a lot of these things and I think that gives the homeowners who are doing the course a lot of comfort um, and confidence because then they know that they're capable of um, of really taking hold of like their own projects and as, you, as both of us would probably agree, homeowners designing their whole project on their own, probably not the most, most ideal solution but this is just like a really good way for them to um, just feel like they have a bit of control over getting some initial ideas and concepts and stuff down on paper and being able to see how that's all going to work for them. And I think too, I found that I've had um, members of my courses who have, you know, they've, they live in say regional locations or um, they have found an architect that might be a family friend or something like that who only works in 2D. And so they really want to work with them because they feel that they can communicate well. They've seen their projects. They love the way that the kind of work that they do and they feel like they're really on the same page but then they lack the ability to do that testing in a three-dimensional environment which is one of the most fantastic ways to be able to have certainty around your design before you commit to building it and so I think for them to then feel like they have some ownership of being able to bring that that to the process of working with this designer of their choosing, then that's really empowering as well. It means that they're not going to lack that um, confidence just because they chose a designer that doesn't necessarily use a 3D tool. I mean, there still are architects out there who only draw by hand, who, you know, who won't, who haven't, you know, learnt any 3D CAD tools. They're, sing, you know, sole operators who have extraordinary skill sets and so much experience. They just haven't done this bit. So I think as a, you know, as a homeowner, for you to take that on can actually be a lot of fun. And then you can bring those to the meetings and go, well, did, did you, you know, chances are the architect, that was exactly what they saw inside their head anyway. But it's, you know, it, for then for you to be able to go, well, 
this isn't what I was picturing when you described it. So what can we do to change that and amend that? So I think, yeah, uh, you know, I, I've got a member at the moment who is is not um, she's working with an architect and she can't quite sort of see how the outside of the house is going to work and and so it's like well if you could do that in 3D and you could actually be part of sort of piecing that together yourself there's an attachment then that happens there's an investment that happens in you sort of understanding the componentry of that that's just a really different process to you just then looking at something looking at a 2D drawing or looking at a flat elevation and those types of things so the 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 actual there's a lot that's built into SketchUp which is fantastic that actually makes it like fast tracks a lot of things what are some of the built-in features that make SketchUp faster for people to use once they've sort of learned how to navigate it yeah I'll go to that in just two sets but yep. one other thing I'd just say to you about the other point is also that um a lot of people are on budgets when they are designing and it actually you know, some people want the full service and have the budget for that where the designers or the architects can model that up all for you in 3D, but other people just don't have the budget for that. So this is one of the things in terms of just having that empowering aspect because you do then have the ability to market, like you can use the um, CAD files and we'll come to that in the question that you've just asked, that you can use the CAD files or JPEG images or PDFs or whatever to be able to use that 2D plan and then create your 3D drawings and stuff from that so I definitely think the budgeting side of it as well is something really important for homeowners so what makes yeah so what makes um SketchUp easy so there's lots of things so one of the biggest biggest things inside SketchUp SketchUp that's most most powerful I think is the thing they call the 3D warehouse so basically what this is is when you see SketchUp models I think one of the things that people go like get a little bit like and like overwhelmed about is the fact that you do see down to jugs of water with lemon on the table and they're like how am I going to model like a jug of water with lemon so the thing is that you don't model all the elements that you see inside SketchUp so the 3D warehouse is basically a place where probably millions of pieces of furniture art accessories styling bits and bobs but all the way through to things like cars, like you can find your Porsche to pop in your driveway and all anything you can think of, um, you can find in the 3D warehouse that's already been modelled. And this is one of the really powerful things because you then download those models into your SketchUp um, design and that makes it really, really easy to um, create that professional look really simply. So that's the first thing. And actually, just on that 3D warehouse thing, one of the other really great things about the 3D warehouse, it's a user-generated um, platform, 3D warehouse. So basically, you as a designer can upload your own models. So there's actually full uh, architects who put their full homes inside SketchUp as a model that you can download and play around with. But from an interior design perspective, many, many of the big furniture um, suppliers and retailers and stuff actually have modeled their entire collection of furniture so for example ikea um you can find almost any ikea piece and i know lots of people love ikea lots of people hate ikea but lots of people love ikea um so you can find almost anything from ikea you can but that's the basic end but you can find from the high-end designers as well so that full spectrum um and so that's really handy because it means that if you actually have a picture like a piece of furniture from the real life environment the there's a pretty high chance that you'll find something very similar inside SketchUp. So that's the 3D warehouse. The other thing which I touched on a minute ago was the ability to import your JPEGs or your PDFs 
Um, and we've talked a little bit about that. So I used that example before, but it's a very powerful example. And going back to the homeowners who are in the course, this is what they use a lot. So they'll use that PDF floor plan that they've got from buying their house. And then we go through a process of, because those floor plans, as you know, are notoriously inaccurate. Um, so we go through a process of double checking some measurements and stuff. But in terms of just getting an overall picture, those are usually pretty good for you to just start to get a bit of a sense of like if you want to play with round with furniture placement and stuff like that. So that ability to draw over those um, those JPEGs and those PDFs once you've brought them in is really powerful. That's one of the other things that makes it really quick and easy. Another thing that's really terrific about SketchUp is the ability to geolocate, which sounds like a bit of a like um, fancy term, but basically with your house, so let's just use your house as an example, you can actually pinpoint the location of your house using Google Maps into SketchUp and position it in exactly the right terrain position and location on the SketchUp model so that you can use one of the powerful features inside SketchUp, which is their shading and their shadows feature, to actually show exactly how sunlight is going to move around the space. And I think personally that for beginner and non-trained people who are working with design, and you probably see this with people that you work with as well, that the consideration of sunlight and daylight and how the sun moves through a space is actually something that people often forget to give much consideration to. So this ability to be able to go, I'd like to see how this room looks at nine o'clock in winter, um, you know, on a Sunday is, and then also I'd like to see it at 5 p.m. in summer on, you know, a Wednesday. You can do all of that with this shadowing feature. So that's really, really powerful as well. You can create fly-through videos, which we spoke about a little bit before as well, which is a really handy feature. But you can really do heaps of different things if you're into, you know, you can site map, you can create garden design, you can, you know, it's very, very powerful. But there are a few tricks and tips. Those That 3D warehouse is one of the huge ones, definitely. Yeah, I think the geolocating and the sun is probably my favourite um, you know, aspect of SketchUp because so often I'm teaching homeowners about designing for orientation and about positioning, you know, rooms based on particular um, compass directions. And, you know, then I get questions of, well, I'm, you know, I'm in, the, I'm down in South Victoria or I'm down in Tasmania. Is it really going to be that terrible if I have a living room that faces west? And, you know, somebody else says that they live in the northern parts of Australia and they say, well, or I live in a very hot climate. Do I really need a north-facing living space? And you say, well, this is not just about the heat of the sun. This is about the light from the sun. And when you can show how so dramatically like I love the way that SketchUp does it in terms of you just being able to physically create, generate little movies of how the sun moves across the top and see those shadows move you can see too like is your pool going to be in shade you know at particular times of the day and what happens when you reduce the the depth of your eave or what happens when you add an awning over a window or you change the window's height because you know so many times people getting confused about the fact they create these great big eaves but they might have very tall windows or doors so the eave actually <laughs> loses its ability to shade the window at certain times of the year so i think have you seen homeowners like once that that sort of 
pardon the pun, but the light goes on about being able to see the light in the in their home. Have you seen them then start to play with like roof forms and window awnings and window and door positions and things like that to improve the quality of natural light in their home? Is it are they getting enough connection to the reality of that to see, you know, how yeah. SketchUp can tell them those things? So I've got a, a really good example of that with one student. So we mostly focus on interiors in the um, thing. We model the exterior walls of the house and I give people a bit of an idea of how to do a little bit of basic landscaping and stuff. So we don't concentrate much on the roofs and the eaves and stuff. But one really good example from an interiors perspective is a lady who had a bank of windows on her western side in Australia because that's where our sun's coming in the hottest in the afternoons. And she realised from being able to geolocate and then use the sun shading that actually she was going to need some um, protection. She wasn't going to have – it was beautiful. It was out overlooking the pool and stuff, so she wasn't going to bother with anything. She wanted to keep that really nice and open. But by doing this process, she realised the sun's actually going to shine right where my kids are sitting doing their homework in the afternoon and eating their afternoon tea and, you know, these things, and realised she needs to put in her – she wanted to put some big roller blinds over the floor-to-ceiling windows on a motor and all this stuff, which means, as many of your students would know, you actually have to plan those motorised sort of window uh, of those roller blinds quite early into your your renovation. So – she was like, oh, my gosh, thank goodness I have done this process because otherwise I wouldn't have known and then I would have had these ugly roller blinds sticking out and, like, overhang, overhanging the top part of my floor-to-ceiling windows. So that's a really good example of, like, an ex- of a situation, like a life situation where someone was has been very grateful of being able to geolocate and see how the sun's going to work through their space, yeah. Yeah, that's brilliant. I think, too, being able to geolocate it and actually drop it in on those Google Maps and being able to also estimate kind of what are your neighbours doing in terms of where are they going to cast shade, particularly if you've just bought the land or bought the house to extend and renovate or build new on it and you don't really know how it performs across the course of the year, but you're able to say, you know, there's been lots of times where because I've understood sun angles, it's changed the way that I've designed something compared to what the homeowner might have been thinking about because I know that in winter, for example, they're going to lose all sunlight from a particular location because of a neighbour or a neighbour's tree or those types of things. And so for you to be able to kind of, you know, I suppose mentally rehearse how that's going to work by you being able to model it in SketchUp is just, you know, just alleviates so many headaches in the process. It's so powerful because, I mean, I think some of those things are the things that people really get upset by, rightly so, once the project's finished. I mean, you've got a half a million dollar, million, whatever project completed and suddenly you find out, oh, my neighbour actually looked right into my living room and then in the afternoons we don't have any, you know, exactly what you were saying. So it's really, really, um, you know, for the sake of an investment of some small amount of money or time or whatever to be able to uh, predict those sorts of situations is amazing yeah yeah brilliant now the walkthroughs are really fun and I always see homeowners get quite giddy when they see oh wow you know <laughs> like actually being able to to, to digitally walk through how challenging are those yeah. to set up you know do you and 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 do you how do you sort of uh, teach homeowners and take them through that process okay so once you've basic the steps go that you need to learn how to model the house and then you've got that all ready to go 
Inside SketchUp, you then have some other powerful tools that you use to basically walk around. So it's actually called the walk around tool. And what you can do with this tool, which is amazing, is that you can set the eye height that you're looking around a space in. So say you're a very tall person and you want to know how it's going to feel to stand at your new kitchen bench top. You'll be like, that feels really low. Or you look around the space, you're going to be looking at the exact eye line that you are looking at. So what you do is basically create a set of what's called scenes to make these fly-throughs. And you basically step the person through at their own height, eye height through the house and then you put that all together as one of these um, these videos where you can sort of just do this exact walkthrough. It's not at all complicated to put through. I have a whole bonus training that sits inside the um, course because, as you say, it's one of those things that people love to be able to do once they've done their model and then they can also, they love to be able to show this off, of course, to their partner. And I mean, their partners are like, oh my gosh, you're so, um, you know, so good at this. And it's so great to see this thing. Like, what have you been doing until 3am every morning? So then it's like their picture of all their efforts. So it's, yeah, it's one of the super fun parts and very rewarding for people to be able to create those fly-throughs, but they're really not hard. Once you've got to, once you've mastered and got to the point of being able to create a fly-through, you'll be absolutely fine to do one of those. Yep. I think too, when you're creating a family home and you've got your kids, you know, as well, sort of thinking about their bedrooms and thinking about their spaces and you're wanting them to get excited about the fact that this project is coming, but it, in their world would look like it's just taking forever to happen to be able to show them, look, this is what it's going to look like to walk down the hallway towards your room. And, you know, this is, this is where your room's going to be and get them engaged in the process as well. And like you say, I do find this is, you know, a big generalization, but I do find that a lot of the UA community, uh, the female part of the partnership that are really invested doing a lot of research. I have lots of men in the UA community as well, but you know, I find that there's generally one partner who's really, really invested, really focused, doing all of the research, doing all of the exploration and um, and wanting to do things like see how the home's going to work in three dimensions and how it's all going to be before they feel that they've got enough certainty to you know, push the button and press go. And the other partner is going, can we just get there already? Why are you taking so long? Why <laughs> Why is it? Why are you needing so much consideration? And for you to be able to turn around and go, hey, look, this is, this is what it looks like and this is why it was niggling me and this is, you know, what I think we should do as a, as a change is really powerful too. So there are. Um, and the kids, the kids thing as well is fantastic because you can um, design such cute kids rooms so you know like I mean the pictures like you see on Instagram that people love of the beautiful little children's bedrooms and stuff you can create basically those rooms and go this is what your bedroom's going to be going to look like and that is really really fun for kids I've done that myself with my own because we move all the time in our family it's one of the things we do up houses and then flip over but to entice my children to thinking that this is a good idea all the time. I do this little process and they're like, oh, that's really fun. That's going to be super exciting. So I definitely, definitely agree with that for sure. That's awesome. Now, I always um, say that while your home is lines on a page that change is cheap and it's really a case of uh, helping people understand that whilst they've got their home in its design phase, that that's really your chance to make sure you're getting it absolutely right because the last thing you want to do is just barrel through start construction and then be walking onto the site and going, oh, that's not how I pictured it and then have to deal with potentially paying for a lot of big change and um, stressing everybody out in the process as well. How how do you see, like how hard is it once you started modelling things? Say you've got to the point where you've kind of modelled the whole thing up. Is it very difficult for you to change and switch things around and shift and move um, bits and pieces in your model? Yeah. 
Well, first of all, I 100% agree with you about the fact that it's so, so much better to be able to play around in SketchUp before you have spent all this money on your house. Like it is so much better. But this comes back to what we were talking about a little bit earlier. So this is about getting your model organised in the right way from the beginning because if you have your model organised and grouped and on these layers and these other sort of technical terms that are easy once you understand what they mean to manipulate, as long as you've organised your model in that way, it's very easy to make changes. So that is one of the great things because you're like, oh, that bathroom's like a lot smaller than I was expecting it to be and actually the toilet's like basically on top of the thing. So, um, you know, for that spatial planning and that sort of stuff, it's really valuable to be able to do that and not very difficult at all, yeah. Brilliant. Now, you mentioned the level of detail, so things like the wallpaper, the tile patterns, the furniture library and the 3D warehouse. There is, and I mean, the lemon in the jug of water on the table, I mean, that's ninja detailing. How how are you seeing, are people able to sort of things, do things like light fittings in the ceilings, see how lighting might perform at night? How how detailed can those views go and, and also their changes throughout the course of a day in the home? So the changes of the course over the course of the day is really that sun and shading thing that we were already talking about, and that's very easy to click on once you've geolocated your model correctly, which we look at in the course. The issue with that, you can place all the beautiful light fixtures that you like inside um, inside SketchUp. To actually see that rendering really, really well, you need to use another sort of add-on program to create that sort of, you know how sometimes you'll see those, renderings that look photorealistic you sometimes see them on um you know if properties are being uh are developed and then the developers put up a picture of what the completed kitchen and stuff but it looks like it's already been made so that's been made in a program like SketchUp but it's then had this additional process added to it that is like it makes this photorealistic rendering and that's where you'll be able to create that um, nighttime lighting and just really see how all those realistic elements come into play. So that's a little bit of a more advanced step, I guess. You can see how your pendant lights are going to look and that'll all look really beautiful and as we said, we can see how the daylight and stuff moves through the space but for those sorts of nighttime light fittings and stuff, that's more of that photorealistic rendering thing. Um but people go down a vortex. So I think the thing with the crowd of people who study with me for um, with, on the interior design side of SketchUp is that they love to place their jugs of water with their lime on the dining table, whereas your guys, like from more of an architecture big picture, you're looking at the whole house as a, um, as a completed package, I guess. Um, but do you know what I love about the jug of water on the table you're never going to get an architect or an interior designer who is going to place a jug of water on your dining table for you because that's their time and money and actually you wouldn't want to pay them by the hour to put a jug of water on your dining table. But what I love about it is you can have a beautiful hanging plant in the corner and your fiddle leaf fig over by the window and your beautiful cushions and draping your, you know, things. So people can actually complete and do myself included, guilty, um, can go down a complete, um, this is where we talk about SketchUp being addictive, you can just, you know, you want to put the beautiful Tom Ford coffee table book on the coffee table and so it's really, really, really a lot of fun and that level of detail is just not what you're going to get if you get a professional to do this for you. This is more where we talk about that plain house stuff. So 
Um, that part of it's a lot of fun and you'll never get someone else to really do that for you because you just wouldn't want to pay an architect by the hour to be putting jugs of water with lemon on your dining table for you. <laughs> what I mean, what I love about it is that it is a really fun tool to use and that you can actually get quite invested in creating a lot of realism in those environments. And like at the end of the day, this should actually be fun. This should be exciting. This should be enjoyable because it's your home and it's such a I mean, we're so fortunate we get these opportunities to build and renovate. And I think we can lose sight of that because we're, as homeowners, navigating, you know, territory that feels unfamiliar, working with people who use terminology we don't understand. You know, it can feel quite overwhelming because so much money is involved and you've got a lot emotionally invested in the process as well. And you're really, you know, you've got your heart on your sleeve, you know, hanging on the fact that you're going to get this right and create the kind of lifestyle and home that you're dreaming of and your family, you know, you can sometimes feel like everybody's counting on you as well to make it all come together. And, and so for you to actually get these, this opportunity to really enjoy picturing exactly what, cause you're going to be some people building and renovating are at it for two or three years, sometimes even longer for you to enjoy and be able to visualize at such a high detailed level, what is it going to look like when it's all done is actually can give you huge sustenance to go get through the boring stuff of like council approvals and seeing, you know, um, bits and pieces sit and sit somewhere for months whilst they're getting approved or all of your construction documentation take place, which, you know, again, can take some time. So I think it's actually really lovely that um, homeowners can dive in, can use a tool like this, and really fall in love with what their home is going to be like and get certainty around that so that they then, um, yeah, they then can actually see the light at the end of the tunnel that gets them through the next, you know, period of time whilst they're navigating everything else. So, yeah, but also I think for the homeowners who, and again, with me as well, it's a lot of times the woman, the, the female partner in this relationship necessarily who's doing this, but I think they feel a lot of pressure. Like if I choose the wrong tile, like it's a lot of pressure for someone who's not working in the design industry. And so I think the confidence that they get from actually being able to not only make the decision and see it for themselves, but be able to go here, honey, like um, this is the bathroom. This is pretty much what it's going to look like. And for that, it, the partner to be, um, to be sort of like, okay, that looks good. I agree. It's not like it's just something that's come out of her or his head and just be, um you know and then it's like I didn't know that's what it was going to look like it is it does help to make it more of a collaborative process I think because it's not just one person p picturing something up out of nowhere yeah it's it's hard I've I've had um I've had um people get in touch with me and their partner will be saying yeah why can't you just get this done already or will be quite critical of how long the process is taking or how much research they need to do and they they are feeling very stressed because they do feel it all rides on their decision, but yet their partner's not necessarily taking the time to get involved and see the 40,000 tiles that they've looked at in order to come to that one. So it can be obviously a much more, as you say, that collaborative process can then be much more available because you can go, hey, look at this model. I, you know, I tried this tile and I tried this tile and this is what this looks like and this is what this looks like. And yeah, so that's a, that's a great asset of the tool. 
Now, you mentioned you do a little bit of teaching about landscaping. Of course, SketchUp does enable you to model your site in 3D. You can put landscaping, you can, you know, model exteriors and and get a really great understanding. Of course, if you start then understanding how to do the roof forms as well so that you can really see the home from the outside. Have you seen homeowners perhaps love the tool so much and start to get some confidence with being able to use it that they've then gone through and navigated kind of really modeling their home's exterior and playing with that as well? So we do look a little bit at it. So we look at adding some, what I like to do with them is to have some exterior walls. We don't go as far as modeling the roof. I think a few people have learned how to do that because it's not different. Once you've got to the process of where you've learned how to model the interior, to add the roof on is not that difficult. But we just, it's because it's an interior design course, we don't really cover it. But we definitely um, look at, and one of the benefits is because like from different angles of that fly through that we're talking about, you actually can see often bits of the outside. So we look at creating some um, nice basic landscape design and we look at cladding the house in the particular materials that you're going to clad in. So if you've got a brick or you might use, um, I don't know, zinc or like whatever you're going to use to clad your house, you can use those exact materials and just see how they're going to look even if you don't have the roof on. But eventually you can learn to put the roof on yourself. So that's definitely um, really helpful. But as you say, the power of SketchUp doesn't just stop at what we've been talking about in terms of the interior design aspect. Like there are architects that I know of just because I'm sort of immersed in the SketchUp world who literally don't use CAD and these other sort of more traditional architectural software at all. They use entirely use SketchUp. Inside SketchUp Pro, which is something that we haven't touched on, there's another extremely powerful piece of software that comes with SketchUp Pro and it's a piece of software called Layout. And in layout, which um, is something that I teach in a different course, a sort of intermediate course, more for designers or people who want to create this next level, what you can do is take the 3D form that you've created and turn that into 2D drawings. So your scaled 2D drawings, just like you'd see inside CAD and those sorts of things. So you can mark up all your dimensions. You can... Um, do all your joinery designs. You can do your plans and elevations of your joinery designs to scale so that you can give those over to the joiner. Um, this is very handy for people who do have enough confidence to be able to do up their own joinery design and then hand that to a joiner to sort of partner with the joiner to create rather than get a designer to come and do that for you. You can create lighting plans. You can create um, your electrical plans. So I've seen, and you can also map the exact terrain of the site into SketchUp. So as I said, there's architects who are using the software to completely manage their entire architectural workflow from beginning all the way through to completed drawing sets and submitting those off to council and stuff like that. The power is there. Um, it's just a matter of just taking a learning curve as, you know, as appropriate and using it for whatever the purpose is that you need to use it for. So uh yeah so very yeah very very powerful it's also very big in like the woodworking world it's also really big in the engineering world so a lot of woodworkers map out their um you know say they're making a table they'll map in their biscuit cuts and the different things and they'll just see how their piece of furniture is literally going to go together before they make it so it's a huge thing in woodworking huge in architecture huge in interior design huge in engineering people modeling up the cars or whatever engineering bits and bobs and stuff so yeah very very powerful that's fantastic. And for anybody who's a, a design professional or a design student listening, how have you seen SketchUp really change the way that you can do your own client consultations and work with clients to give them confidence around the designs that you're proposing? Yeah, so 
I am like I worked in a traditional capacity as an interior designer for six years before I went on my online um, education journey and SketchUp literally was the only design tool that I used. So like I was just saying, I did all of my um, scale joinery designs and all of the plans that clients needed. Anything that I needed to draw up, I used that layout tool that comes with SketchUp. I did all my uh, concept designs and things for, uh, for all my clients inside there. And this then comes back to what we've already spoken about, which is about many, many clients, which is why they hire an interior designer or an architect, well, more so an interior designer, I think, than an architect, because an architect's much more needed from a sort of, even us interior designers need you architects. So, um, but from more from an interior design perspective, I think people hire us because they really can't picture what something's going to look like. And so they take our advice and trust on how we can put all of that together for them. So SketchUp, like we've already spoke about, just becomes so important in your interior design business or decoration styling business because you can say this is what the space is going to look like. And it just helps uh, move your client along that journey, I think, in terms of them being able to say, yep, love it, or can I, and you can even do, here's the two options I suggest for the tiles. This is what they're going to look like in the bathroom. And then they can be like, yep, love it. You can map out a couple of different floor plan options for them and be like, these are the things I suggest we talk about with the building designer or the architect or whoever we're going to work with on this if it's structural, of course. Um, So, yeah, it's like really, really good for that. The other thing I guess I'd just say about it as well is that it is cheaper than using CAD. Um, It's a much more economical option for small business owners and particularly for designers who are sort of – yeah, they just they don't need to do anything super super complicated, uh, and they just yeah want to be able to create. It, at the end of the day, I always say this to my students: SketchUp is really a communication tool. So um, you think of it as a tool to design your house, but actually for designers, it's really a communication tool because it's helping you to communicate what's in your head that you can see clearly. Like people who work in the industry, generally, like I can see a full room in my head. And I'll be like, it's going to have this cup. It's going to look really, really good. And they're like, oh, okay, whatever you say. But the ability to then be able to communicate that visually to your client is extremely powerful. So very, very important tool, I think, for designers to to have in their repertoire and definitely the thing that I used every single day as a designer for sure. I think too that power to to explain things as well and, and using it as a communication tool can be equally powerful for a homeowner who, you know, I see lots of homeowners who say, you know, I want to do this extension and I, I need to get a rough idea of what it's going to cost, but the builder won't talk to me until I've got engineering drawings, by which stage they'll have invested a heck of a lot of money in fees and um, documentation to not necessarily know if their project's on budget. So for them to be able to have some confidence around their design ideas, model it up in SketchUp, and then take that to, you know, even to the level of showing some of the finishes and maybe having some samples, they can take it to a builder and say, look, this is what I'm picturing. The builder then gets an entirely different image of the standard of their project, the standard of their finishes, kind of the scale of what they're considering than they ever would from some sketches in floor plans that you might do on an app or, you know, on graph paper. And just to get everybody, even if you plan on using an architect or a designer or a draftsperson building designer, for you as a homeowner to to you know if if you if you're worried that you're going to lose control of the project and you're not sure whether they're going to really understand what you're seeking, 
for you to take this and go, look, this is what I'm picturing, it then it's an entirely different conversation that they can have with you where they can go, well, that's actually going to be challenging because of X, Y, and Z construction or because of your site or yada, 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 but I can see what you're seeking to achieve so we can move along these lines. Like that just streamlines a process so significantly. So I think, you know, I'm always encouraging homeowners, be invested design partners and collaborators in your project, you know, you will, you, this is going to be your home. You need to be its design ambassador. You need to be the ambassador for your project and you being educated, informed and having some skills up your sleeves, like being able to use a tool like this can just make the whole process so much easier. So is there anything else you wanted to add or anything I've left out, Claire? No, it's been great. It's a lot of fun. So yeah, no, I think the only thing is that SketchUp is just fun like it really is for people who are loving designing their houses and who want to have a bit more empowerment and um and say and collaboration with people I think it's very powerful to be able to learn how to use it for sure fantastic Claire thanks so much for your time it's been brilliant to have you on thank you I really hope you enjoyed that conversation and hearing the power of SketchUp and how it's possible for you to learn how to use it. So whether that's through doing Claire's course or by teaching yourself like she did through trial and error and YouTube videos and those types of things, I know there's many of you that will get totally addicted to it, as Claire said, and really love having such control over the visualisation and the dreaming in your home design, testing out ideas, exploring how it all looks inside your computer before you commit to making it permanent. Head to the show notes. I've got links and resources that are mentioned here in this episode. And also I mentioned at the beginning a special offer for the UA community. So if you head to undercoverarchitect.com forward slash SketchUp and SketchUp is spelled S-K-E-T-C-H-U-P or one word. There you can learn more about SketchUp. I've got some more information about uh, what it involves, what it enables you to do and Claire's course and uh, what we have to offer the UA community as well. So if you've been thinking about using a tool like this or you've been desperately looking for something that you can use to create 3D models and walkthroughs of your design and really get that, that you know, oh, get that digitally resolved inside your computer uh, before you take the leap into committing to construction. Uh, SketchUp's really awesome and there's loads more information on that link, undercoverarchitect.com forward slash SketchUp. In the next episode, I'm going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of bathroom fixtures with Daniela Santilli, who is the bathroom marketing leader for Reese Plumbing. Now, she has a wealth of knowledge to share about how to choose the best fixtures for your bathrooms and tips about what to look at with their design, with the materials and the quality so that you can get something great for your budget, whatever that is. As always, huge gratitude to you and thank you for tuning in and letting me be your secret ally. Until next time. Bye.